Just want to be the first person to give you a heads up so you can get on on the game. There's only 364 shopping days left until Christmas. You know I'm counting down already. Yes. We're going to talk about that right uh, at the start of today's episode. Callie gets post-Christmas depression. Like, like I get really, really sad. So we'll, uh, we'll dive into that in a second. But overall, how was your Christmas this year? It was really good. It honestly came and went so fast because we've had so much going on that I don't really feel, um, I don't know. It didn't, it still doesn't feel like Christmas really. Well, and also with Thanksgiving be as, being as late as it was, the, it's it was truly the, sh- mathematically, it was like the shortest amount of time possible between the two holidays. So it did go by really fast. It's not just your imagination. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for weather nice enough to allow us to have the door open while we record the episode. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our beautiful Christmas tree. I realize the door's open and normally we record at night so we don't hear birds chirping, but we're recording during the day now and I can hear birds chirping in the background and I enjoy that ambiance. This this is what it's like on December 26th in Atlanta. You never know. It could be snow. It could be t-shirt weather. You never know what you're going to get. I think we talked about this briefly this week, but if not, everybody in Syracuse thinks that Callie is the good luck charm Mm -hmm. because when we were up there two weeks ago, uh, the weather, it it stormed the weekend before, and then we arrived on Monday and there, it, it stopped snowing and the snow was actually melting and it was like 40 to 50 degrees the whole week. I think it may have even hit 60. One which of like does days, not happen. Which doesn't happen in December in Syracuse. Then we were home for two weeks. And during that time, it dropped down to six degrees at one point and they got a foot of snow. And then when we went back earlier this week, it was back up to 60 degrees and most of the snow had melted. So, so I think everybody in my hometown thinks that you're some sort of good luck charm. I'm just bringing the South. I am. Christmas was really weird this year for obvious reasons. And Jeff and I were traveling on Christmas day. We woke up at four something in the morning and caught a 6am flight home. And so just the whole, I guess for like the two weeks before Christmas, we've been, um, you know, thinking about Jeff's mom a lot and really sad about that. So I didn't even, I don't feel like I super got into the Christmas spirit this year, to be totally honest. But we, I feel the exact opposite. Like I feel like you did a, I know you did a great job decorating the house. We made the right decision, putting the tree up a week early. So Mm -hmm. we have, I think this is the best Christmas tree I've ever had. Yeah, by far. Our Christmas tree is awesome. It's the perfect size. It's the perfect shape. Callie takes a, puts a great amount of detail into decorating it and, and uh, making sure that it's like, you know, symmetrical and everything's properly placed and all that. So I think it was the perfect Christmas tree. So I actually feel the opposite. Obviously, the you know craziness of back and forth to Syracuse a couple times was was not fun, but I felt very Christmassy this year. 
No, I'm go- but you also didn't have a job that you were going into and then weren't rushing to get stuff done. Uh, and then, you know what I mean? Like I was working up until we went to Syracuse. So we went to Syracuse and so immediately flew back home that, you know what I mean? So, you know what? And you're exactly right because had I still been working in radio, I would have, knowing that we have two weeks off here and they would probably want to run like best of content or recorded content or whatever, I would have to put all that together. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then the stuff going back and forth that you're right. Yep. I just wonder if there will ever be a year where I don't feel like Christmas goes by too fast. Um, do you, I, do you really feel like after Christmas, do you really feel like a depression? I feel deflated. It's like, it's like a postpartum depression, but it's oh, for the birth of Jesus. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with Jesus really, but it's, it's just, I think there's so much excitement leading up to it. And then it's like someone pops a balloon and then you just see it go all over the room. Like, or someone lets the air out of a balloon. And I feel sad for usually two or three days after Christmas. Um, I feel really sad. And now I'm like, what do I look forward to? <laughs> well, your birthday is in a month. I know, but I'm not really looking forward to this birthday for a myriad of reasons. You're not? No. Oh, well, you never look forward to your birthday. I don't really. I And this year, to me, my birthday is, I'm going to be 34. And I kind of just thought that we would have kids by now. And like, I don't know why, but this birthday to me seems like, I don't know. I don't feel upsidey about this birthday. I feel like, okay, we're still not pregnant. Like, are we going to be able to have as many kids as we want and do all of these, you know, things? I don't know. I just feel a little behind this birthday. So... I don't know. I have always felt since last year um, when uh, you got pregnant and then you weren't pregnant, since that happened, since the miscarriage last year, after we got through that whole process and stuff, I have always felt like we will have a baby in the year 2020. So I think you will be pregnant in the next two or three months. But you keep saying that, but here's the thing. It's like, so as soon as we miscarried, my inbox was flooded with people saying I had a miscarriage and then I got pregnant like right away. Cause you're so fertile after you miscarry. And I didn't. And then I didn't again. 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 And now it's been, you know, 10 months of that. So I feel a little let down from that. And my fear is, is that I won't get pregnant within the first couple of months. And then I'll feel bad that I'm, that you were so excited about having a baby in 2020. I'm not, I'm not excited about it. I don't care if it's 2020 or 2021 or 2022. I don't care about that. I just, it's just this feeling that I have that has made me not feel anxious about the fact that we haven't gotten pregnant yet. I just have this feeling. And if it doesn't work, I also know that you've got, you know, your doctor's appointments lined up and then we'll start going down that road. So I, I don't think the man ever feels as anxious as the woman, right? You don't. I, th- I think that's a, I think it, the, yeah, I don't, I just think it would be for a ton of reasons. I don't think the man would ever feel as anxious about it as the woman. So I, I, yeah, I forgot why I said that. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I, I think I'm just saying like, don't feel pressure because of what am I, what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking thoughts. 
Well, I just, I feel like it's always pressure. And then over the holidays, like six people on my Instagram announced that they were pregnant and I'm like, okay. And I had to like, I muted a couple people that I love. Cause I was just like, I just don't want to see this right now. Well, they only post it once, right? They, they um, they only post it once, but then some people post about it like every single time they post and they are excited and I'm excited for them. And it's not even people that I know in real life. I was just like, this just makes me feel bad. So I have to mute this for Got it. a couple weeks and then hopefully I'll snap out of my Cali funk. But as of right now, I am in a post Christmas. Also, we're not pregnant and I'm about to turn 34 funk. When do we just to rip the bandaid off? When do we <laughs> undecorate? Oh, why are you doing it? This is just like, because this is the downside. Welcome to the downside. Um, I don't know. Jeff always likes to, Jeff's like, all right, Christmas is over. Let's be done. Let's take the stuff down. And for me, I just, I love our tree so much. I know, but here's my thinking. If you're feeling in a funk because of all the reasons that you mentioned, should we just get the decorations gone like by this weekend, like while you're in the funk. So it's just all the sadness happens now, knowing that generally speaking, you feel better in a week or two, or will it reignite the sadness, the anti, the non-Christmas, the Christmas is over sadness if we wait? I don't know. I, um, it could go either way. I feel like today is not the day though. And we seriously have the most perfect Christmas tree ever. I, it's so good that I almost want to measure it. So next year we don't get something smaller. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, if we're in the same spot and everything, if we're still in this house and we're going to put yeah. the tree in the same spot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We <laughs> take it down. Jeff likes to do it like right after Christmas. And I'm like, no, but that means it's really over. Like I'm expecting Santa to come again or something. I don't know. One of my favorite gifts that I received this year, and it's so super simple, but I just really wanted a nice apron to cook in. Mm -hmm. Like I have a couple of, I guess they were like freebie aprons, like that maybe came with a, a, pot that I bought, yeah. you know, or something like that back in the day. Uh, but they just don't, I just don't like them, but I wanted a really nice chef's apron so that when I'm cooking, I notoriously get crap on my clothes. I can every time. Yeah. So I can not do that. And so now I have a cooking apron. Not only that, uh, another favorite kind of gift, but not really a gift, just something that I obtained over the holidays were these two books with a ton of recipes that were my mom's. Mm -hmm. And th they include like handwritten family recipes, things that are clipped out of newspapers with like little notes written on them to yeah. change them this way and that way. So I have the apron and I have my mom's recipes and I'm going to start doing like once a week, I'm going to make one of mom's recipes mm -hmm. out of our old school cookbook. I'm very excited about it. Uh, but here's my question. When do you reach the point in adulthood where you just have the stuff that you need in your refrigerator and in your cabinet to cook something? Are you thinking about my mom? Yes. Cause I made mashed potatoes for, your uh, or Christmas our, dinner. our Christmas dinner um, at your parents' house. And she she asked me at the last minute, she goes, you make really good mashed potatoes. Would you mind? I go, no, not at all. So she gives me the potatoes. And I'm like, do you have butter? And she she yep. goes, of course. 
like five pounds of it. Yep. I go, do you have cream cheese by any chance? And she's like, yeah, of course. Parmesan cheese? Yeah, of course. Chicken stock? Yep. You don't even have to say, do you have right. in my mom's house? You say, could I have? Yeah. Could you find me? My mom has everything. She has all the gadgets. She has all the, do you have a bowl for this? Yes. Do you have a spoon for this? Yes. Do you have a serving piece for this? Yes. The answer is always yes. But it was even kind of that way. We made fudge when we were up in Syracuse. And with the exception of the fluff, the marshmallow fluff, my dad was able to find everything. That, that was, I think that's those ingredients might be more common, but when do you get to the point where you just have the stuff in your house? Well, my mom cooks every single day. So I think that's probably, she knows when she goes to the grocery store that she can buy five pounds of butter because she's going to use it because she cooks every day. But if we, I think we're in agreement that one of our new year's resolutions in 2020 will be to eat more at home mm -hmm. and, and meal plan a mm -hmm. little bit better. I Still can't imagine being at a place where I have just have the stuff because we go to we do individual grocery runs for every single time we cook. Not many, thinking like we don't meal plan for the week and then go get stuff. We're like, oh, tonight we're going to have fill in the blank. So we probably go to the grocery store between the two of us. What? Three or four times a week. More than that. I six. mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Six. Between the two of us, we go six times a week. And then. Our, and, and I feel you, like when our I, parents meal plan, that's what they're having. You and I are like, oh, I don't really feel like pasta tonight. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then we're like, well, okay, I'll go back to the grocery store. I'll go grab a tenderloin or whatever it is. Like, I think the majority of our grocery store runs are five items or less. But we just go six times. Yeah, because we'll go for like one meal. Right. And we would go buy, like if we were going to buy, if we were going to make the fudge that we made up in Syracuse, like we would have to go to the store. I don't think, I mean, that took like five cups of sugar. Mm -hmm. I don't think we had that. No, we don't have that in our house right mm -hmm. now. Vanilla. We have the fluff. We don't chocolate chips, maybe, but I doubt it. The butter. We probably don't have. But that what we would butter. do is we would go get the fudge stuff. And then we'd later, yes. you would be like, I think I'm in the mood to cook some steak tonight. Yes. And then we'd go back and then we get everything for dinner because we wouldn't think about, yeah, that's just not a skill we have. We should make that one of our New Year's resolutions to limit grocery store runs to two each a week. <laughs> so That still sounds ridiculous that we go so much. Well, no, because- It's easier during the week when I'm at work too, because then I just get into a routine and I'll eat the same thing every day. So it's not a whole thing. Um, but yeah. Our uh, telephone number, if you have not put it in your phone, please do it because every now and again, we're going to talk about something that relates to you and we want your feedback and you, you to weigh in on it. And this is one of those times. Uh, our telephone number is 800-434-5454. Just put it in your phone as Callie and Jeff, like we're one of your friends. And if we ever talk about something on the show that, that, that makes you feel some sort of way, reach out to us because we love your stories. Here is what I know we're going to get phone calls about today. Somewhere in this house is hidden one of your Christmas presents. Now you think that with Jeff says that we have some like mega big house where things can just easily get lost, but we actually don't. No, we have uh, a little two bedroom house. That's not a, huge at all, but it's 
and it's cozy, which makes hiding gifts a challenge. You were able to have most of my stuff hidden over at your parents' house, mm -hmm. and you just brought it over here a couple days before Christmas. Mm -hmm. I had to get creative in this house and put things where you wouldn't find them. The majority went in my closet. Well, I was about to say, you have your closet. I never go in there. Right. The majority of things got hidden on that top shelf, like behind stuff. Mm -hmm. But there was one time that a sweater came in. I know what it was. And you were in the bedroom. But like you were coming, like I couldn't, it had to be hidden somewhere. And I think it's somewhere in the guest room. Which is, so, a, which is a disaster right disaster now. Disaster zone. So you hit it thinking, I'll remember where I put this. 100%. And now I, I'm minus one sweater from Christmas and Jeff doesn't know where it is. You know what? We're going to find it when we're moving out. Or we'll find out. I, I got a month to find it. I can give it to you for your birthday, February 2nd. <laughs> uh, but I, this is the part where, where I know somebody is going to relate to this. So 800 434 5454, it's, it, it's called Comfort in Numbers. If you have hidden something around your house, I, I would just like to hear the story and know how much later it was that you found it. Like a month, a year, when you moved out, five years later, 800-434-5454. When did you get to hold a bonus Christmas? Because you found it that much later. All right, quick thank you to the uh, folks who are making our show possible this week before we move on. Uh, first, Brooklyn Bedding. When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bedding owns it. They're American-made in a state-of-the-art factory in Arizona. The mattresses they build are built just for you. They started out 25 years ago trying to know everything they could about quality sleep solutions, and then they decided to expand it nationwide. They pioneered the bed in a box, and they shipped their very first bed in a box uh, from an online order in 2008. And today, every mattress they sell is handcrafted, on demand, delivered directly to your door. If you're wondering why they call themselves Brooklyn Bedding, but they're based in Phoenix, it's because it's a family name. It's the name of their second daughter. And they take your sleep experience very personally. Every mattress has a 120-night free trial and a 10-year warranty. And you get 25% off for being an upside listener. So if a good night's sleep is one of your 2020 New Year's resolutions, use the promo code UPSIDE25 at brooklynbedding.com. That's UPSIDE25 at brooklynbedding.com. And you'll get your best sleep ever at a factory direct price 25% off. You've heard me talk about Lola for the past couple of months. It is a feminine care subscription box. So forget going to the drugstore and stocking up on all different sizes and absorbencies of like tampons and pads and stuff like that, that you might not even need. They sit around, they collect dust. Lola lets you customize your subscription, whatever you need that month and sends it right to your door. It is so easy easy. Right now they're giving you a trial set. There's a $5 trial set so you can test out the products before you commit to a subscription. They're giving you 30% off when you go to mylola.com and enter the code upside. Again, that is 30% off the trial set when you visit mylola.com and enter the code 
upside. All right, and one last partner we want to say thank you to right now, Audible. If you are going to try to read more, learn more, uh, want to be entertained with your ears more in 2020, Audible is the solution for you. You can download the Audible app and listen anywhere. Uh, you can do it on your Apple device, on an Android, Windows phone, uh, Amazon Fire tablets, wherever. And it's not a streaming service or a rental service. You are going to own the books that you download. You can access them anytime, anywhere, right from your smartphone. And it's something called a great listen guarantee. If you buy something and you don't like it, you can swap it. And you can get a great deal right now by going to audible.com slash the upside. That's audible.com slash the upside or texting the upside to 500-500 and get over 50% off the regular price. You're going to get three months for just $6.95 a month. That's audible.com slash the upside. This week is... For me, I believe I do this every year. Uh, this week for me is like the ramp up to launching into 2020 ready to go. Like I want to use this week to clean off my desk, to empty my inbox, to to go through the to-do list that I've been to-do lists, multiple lists. Mm -hmm that I have been keeping all year and just crossing off the stuff that's been on there too long mm -hmm. so that what I go into 2020 with is manageable. I It's almost like resolution prep. Resolution prep? Yeah. Like, like getting ready to start new things. Cleaning house so that you're ready to take on the new year like uncluttered. I would like to start 2020 calm. Because I feel like this year has been so hectic and crazy that I think I'm going to use, I would like right before 2020, I would like to use the end of this decade to just breathe in, breathe out. Like, are you going to take- uh, And I don't want to jinx myself because I said that about Christmas and it's been nuts. I feel the same. You're talking about jinxing yourself. I feel the same way about saying that I'm excited for 2020. Like earlier in the episode when I said that I feel like you will have a baby in the year 2020, as that was coming out of my mouth, I felt like don't say it because I made predictions about 2019 and how terrific that would be. And that certainly didn't go the way that we expected. It ended up being a, a, a an educational and there good things came out of 2019, but it was not what I had expected. I think 2019 for us was a huge year of loss. Like that was a big theme. Yeah, um, yeah loss, think. loss of the baby and then your job and your mom. Um, and there were certainly good things, but I think overall there was a lot of loss in 2019. So we've been dealing with a lot of grief this year and processing um, really hard things. So I'm proud of both of us for that. I got to think, do you have any ideas of what you want your 2020 to look like? I like the word calm. Like I would like it to be calm and I would like it to be intentional. Like I would like 20, like I, part of the reason I want to use this week to kind of declutter everything is because I would like to be intentional about being healthier. 
I would like to be intentional about the business plan of this Callie and Jeff upside project that we're doing. I would like to be intentionable, intentionable, intentional mm -hmm. about the good work that this community is able to do. And that's my big word, I think. Intention. Intention. Yeah. My word, I kind of picked a theme word for last year and that was delegate. And I think that I got better at that. Um, yeah, I just need to spend some time thinking about it. I have some ideas, but um, I'm going to start hammering those out of what I want it to look like because I visualize so well into the future, but I never put a timeline on it. You know, like I constantly visualize the house that we'll buy and then children like all of that. But I, I need to focus it down a little bit and set something out for 2020 of like, okay, here, like start envisioning the year. If you believe in the secret, you, and we'll go more into this in a, in a future episode, but the secret, if you've ever seen the video, basically is what you believe is what you receive. Mm -hmm. Like you can attract the things that you want, but you have to adjust your thinking. And it really does. I believe that there is that it works mm -hmm. on some level, but it, you have to be really specific with what you want and when you want it. Because if not, like if you just say, I am going to lose weight, right? If that's your goal and you say, I am going to lose weight, what you're putting out there is someday I am going to lose weight. What you need to do is rephrase that to say, I am a healthy eater who works out every day. Right. Who does like, and, and if you say that over and over, then those words eventually become action. Right. right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I don't know why. I think what you said made me think of that. Oh, cause of the, just the way you say things, like you said, you want to put deadlines and timing and stuff on it. Right. Yep. I just want to contain it a little more and make it a little more focused. We told you about our upside underdog for December and um, it's after after Christmas now. And Donna is still at the Humane Society waiting to be adopted. We have paid her adoption fee. So she is waiting there to get her home. And her name is Donna for crying out loud. I know. And can I I forgot all about that until you, we put her on the schedule today. Donna, the the underdog. Can I make one more Donna observation yes. that I made briefly on my Instagram? Mm -hmm. When we went back to Syracuse, the woman who gave us our rental car, who was the very first person I interacted with in Syracuse, her name was Donna. Mm -hmm. And when we left Syracuse, I, like we said earlier, the flight was at 6 a.m. So at like 5 a.m. we're at the airport or 5.15. And I just went into one of those little airport shops to get a granola bar. Mm -hmm. And the woman who checked me out's name was Donna. All the Donnas. So the first and last person I saw at the airport, their name was Donna. Donnas. So that's, and, that, and I believe that's a sign, 100%. And dog Donna needs a home. So yeah, she yeah, yeah. has one eye. Oh. oh, she has two eyes, but one of them she can't see out of. So she's like blind in one eye and she's a little older and she likes to snuggle and she's a slow moving girl, but she is so sweet. Um, she would make a really good family member and a very sweet companion. And she has been at the Humane Society for 130 days after having a home for 10 years. 
it was an owner surrender situation and um, they moved. They didn't take her and she needs a home and I love her. We paid her adoption fee. So if she sounds like a good fit for your family or someone, you know, is thinking of getting a dog, rescuing a dog, Jeff has seen firsthand the power of an older rescue dog. Um, and my dog Blair that has since passed away. I mean, you saw there, there's nothing in the world like the love of a older rescue dog. Yeah. When you rescue a dog that is, is, older and spends a lot of time in a shelter, I, it seems to me like they know, like they are aware that you saved them. We got both of our current dogs as puppies and they have no idea. Like they yeah. love us, but they're like, they just think that this is how life is. Right. And when I rescued my dog, Blair, Blair had spent six months at the Humane Society and she was older and no one wanted her. And I adopted her and she's the best, best thing that's ever happened to me. And Jeff will tell you the love that we got from that dog is unlike anything else. So if you would like to get your hands on Donna or at least meet her, go to the Atlanta Humane Society on Howell Mill. Mm -hmm. um, you can go to their website and, and check out her pictures and stuff. We'll put some links up in our show notes. She's and so cute. Yeah, but uh, go visit go visit with Donna. And one other thing before we get out of here, if you wanted a gratitude journal but didn't get one for Christmas, maybe you were hoping for one, or uh, you got one to... Like get you know give away and then realized wait I want that for myself. Mm -hmm. There still are uh, a bunch for sale. I wouldn't say a bunch, but there's some for sale. There's some for you can still go to callieandjeff.com and click the merch tab and get um, gratitude journals. And then if you have seen the the 2019 advisory hoard pins that got mailed out right before Christmas, there's exactly. 15 of those left one five and once they're gone they're gone they're the 2019 pins so uh if you want to know how to get be a part of the advisory hoard just text the word upside to 555-888 we'll send you a link thank you for listening to the upside with callie and jeff please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of the upside so this is pretty much the start of my vacation Yes, because, yeah. Because we literally have no plans for... Until after New Year's. Until January 6th. Yeah. What are we going to do? I don't even have plans until... I don't have plans ever again. <laughs> we'll do some shows. I want to see... There's a couple of movies I want to see. I want to go see that bombshell movie that everyone's talking about with Charlize Theron. Oh, the one about Fox News? Uh-huh. I want to see that. And there's another movie that I was saying to you. I'm like, oh my gosh, is it the one? Movie. Is it the one that Adam Sandler's in, but he's in a dramatic role? Uh, I don't recall that one. I will go to movies. I'm feeling movies. We could do movies. You want to go see a movie? Yeah, let's go see movies. Okay, sounds good. Except not cats. I don't want to see no, cats. No, I don't want to see cats. That looks terrible. That looks creepy. Yeah, no, I'm not a... Yeah, and what if they, what if they make the actors lick their butts like cats do? Jeff, honestly. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Um, today I'm grateful for the holidays being over, um, just in the sense of being able to relax. So I have a funny, a funny little story to share with, share with you guys. So the 17-year-old always hears me listening to the podcast in the kitchen. When I don't finish it in the car, I finish it while I'm cooking dinner. So he heard a couple of the, the Santa calls, and thought that it was great that Santa was requesting, you know, kind of strange things from certain kids. So he decided to tell his little sisters that Santa emailed him that he wanted tacos. So Christmas Eve night, 
we get back from my sister's house where we all gathered, and they decide to share with me that I need to make tacos for for Santa. So, yeah, so we left tacos, um, and we were a little concerned because we didn't have any salsa. Um, so the nine-year-old was very concerned that Santa needed salsa. So we had to find Taco Bell packets of taco sauce. So Santa now likes fire sauce, just so you all know. I love the show. I hope your holidays were wonderful. Bye. If you are still with a traditional bank, you were missing out on the joy that it is to bank with a credit union. And I am telling you, I, I am saying joy, joy. Yes, it can be a nice thing and a pleasurable thing to go into a credit union because guess what? It's owned by members like you, which means when you go in, you're getting the best customer service, you're getting better rates, fewer fees, and the assurance of knowing that you and your goals are what matter most. Whether you need a low rate credit card that earns points, a money market account that pays a higher yield, or an experienced mortgage professional who could walk you through the mortgage process, Georgia's Own can help you achieve your financial dreams. Go ahead and join more than 180,000 of your friends and neighbors by making the switch to Georgia's Own today. To learn more or apply, visit georgiazone.org, Georgia's Own Credit Union, Banking on Purpose. Georgia's Own is a federally insured by the NCUA. Georgia's Own is an equal housing lender. Hello, Kelly and Jeff. This is Pamela. I listened to your podcast and it went off. It rolled on into my NPR. I listened to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And um, Peter Sagal was interviewing Terry Winkler, and he said he lived by two words, which I thought was so upside. He said tenacity and gratitude. He said the tenacity gets him where he wants to go, and the gratitude makes sure um, keeps him happy along the way. I thought that was something great um, to share with you all since you're so upbeat. And I hope you all having a great Christmas. Goodbye. Hey, I just saved y'all in my phone. Just wanted to make sure it worked first. Uh, have a great day. Bye. Hey, this is Chris. I am listening to the uh, Christmas Eve podcast, and you're talking about not using your mother-in-law's name. My husband and I have been together, uh, let's see, including dating, that would be 38 years. And I have never called my mother-in-law by her name. I, again, I'll, like Jeff, wait till I'm making eye contact or whatever to speak to her. And then when the kids came along, um, I would always say, hey, go ask Granny. What does Granny think? That type thing. But I have never used her name or my father-in-law, for that matter. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Callie. Uh, Merry Christmas. This is Britt and family from uh, Johns Creek, Georgia. Uh, I just wanted to share a funny, uh, not so upsidey, but hilarious thing that my son said yesterday. We were doing some errands for Christmas, and we're running around and happened to hear a radio uh, commercial from your old uh, station, and he wanted to hear Jeff, so we put that on, and he heard the upside probably for one of the first times, and he said, you know, Jens and Friends should be called The Downside, and I almost died laughing. Might not be so upsidey, but it's hilarious. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Don't be bossy, and always be respectful to your parents, too. Love you. Bye.